haven't heard that for a long time. For Your Eyes Only from the Bond movie, that was Sheena Easton. And I played that specially for my next guest, who is my sound a soundbite guest and it's Shalina Molchadani and I'll tell you I was at an event recently and it was a foodie event and um, I came across this guest of mine and we were just chatting and she was telling me about her interest in food and things like that and I thought "Mm, you know you sound like a good candidate to come on soundbite so here she is let me just introduce you to Shalina good morning to you Shalina good morning Thank you so much for having me here. This is so exciting. Yeah, first time in a studio? First time in a studio. I have no idea what I'm looking at. Just a ton of functions and features. <laughs> I don't know how you do this. <laughs> well, well, we managed to do it. It's all hidden away from you anyway. So as long as nothing drastic goes wrong. Now, we met, um, you know, just at a foodie event recently. Mm-hmm. And, and we were talking and then I told you about this and I thought, that'd be quite interesting to chat to you. Now, before we actually go into food or anything else, let me just ask you a little bit about yourself. So you're a Hong Konger. You've been born and bred in Hong Kong. Tell me a little bit about what you do. Yes, so absolutely right. Born and bred in Hong Kong. Um, yeah, this Hong Kong is home. I've worked here all my life for the most part. Um, right now, I find myself in a completely different industry to what I was in for the better part of my life. But yeah, I mean, I'm in the recruitment world right now. Mm. And boy, what a change that is to what I've been doing exciting times for us here in Hong Kong. You know, life is changing just after COVID. So it's upwards and onwards. Mm -hmm. So how is the recruitment world? I mean, I suppose during COVID, things were probably just on sort of simmer and and not much was happening. How have things been? Well, as a matter of fact, COVID made it very hard to retain staff. So you'll have heard a lot of companies that had to right size, downsize. So we were supporting with that. Um, But we're headed, you know, we're headed in the right direction. Um, We're definitely seeing some of the industries pick up. So we're definitely supporting them with support staff. So things are definitely heating up. Uh, the financial industry is a little bit different. You know, it's a recession within a recession. So we're seeing a completely different trend, but it's upwards from here. Great. Well, I mean, I think that's the main thing, isn't it? That we have a very positive um, view of it, that we just know that like, okay, things are going to take a little bit of time, but we are getting there, aren't we? 100%. I mean, we've been mask free now for what, the last one month, and we hadn't uh, had that type of freedom for about two and a half years. I'm so glad that we're able to breathe. I know, it's so nice, isn't it? <laughs> and now, um, going over to the subject of food. Now, for mm. you, growing up, like, has food, like many sort of Asian families and things, you know, food is like big time. How about you growing up? What was food like? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, I remember Sunday mornings. Um, that was that was the day of the week where the family would absolutely be together just because we were all in school and we were focused on you know, between Mondays and Fridays. We were up at six and out of the house. But then Sundays would come and it would be an absolute celebration. And I remember my mum would wake up and we would wake up to whiff of great food. And by the time 
lunch was served. It was a feast. So it was a party. Now, being a traditional sort of Hindu family, we ate very traditional Hindu food, Sindhi mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. And so we would wake up to biryanis and Ooh. and daivaras and all sorts of Indian snacks like samosas. And God, your mum was great, wasn't she? My tell goodness. You, oh, she had the Midas touch. Anything she she made just was so good. I mean, that kind of quality of food, I cannot replicate. But yes, mm. we had a party every Sunday lunch. Mm. And then we'd go right into bed because that's what we needed. A nap <laughs> to digest. We were slow after that. Oh, that sounds perfect, doesn't it? So you have a Absolutely. good slap up breakfast. And then you think, oh, I'm going back to bed now. Absolutely. And and that's what it was. That was the traditional Sunday. We did nothing after eating. I was just, it was just, and we would just end up repeating that all over again for dinner because she'd make so much. Mm. But that that was how we celebrated um, mm. back, back well, in those sounds days. good to me, to tell you the truth. Yeah. So was there one distinct thing that stands out now? And what have you chosen for your soundbite? Well, I tell you what, you know, we do this really amazing breakfast called loli, mm. and uh, the rest of the rest of India might uh, uh, resonate with koki, but it's really a stuffed flat bread um, with a bit of masala. Uh, it isn't like your traditional parathas; rather, the dough um, is mixed with all sorts of different condiments and spices and dry spices, mm. and then that is then flattened out and it's cooked on a tava or a grill. Mm-hmm. And uh, once that comes off, we put a dollop of butter on it and we have that with our yogurt and our uh, uh, preservatives, achar in this case. So nice, spicy pickles. Oh, yes, nice, spicy pickles. So is that That's a right. nice... A nice kind of crispy flatbread, would it you say? Is or is it always oh, crispy? Yes, okay. yes. It's nice and roasted. Um, and you have that by itself. And it is a meal on its own. It sounds like a good thing to have with a cup of tea, actually. Oh, you said it. You <laughs> could do that with tea and more. Oh, right. So, so now, is that something, I mean, your mother used to make that. Mm. And is that something that you've been able to replicate? Because, I mean, I always find that, you know, some of the recipes, whether they're Chinese or, you know, wherever you're from, there are some very special recipes that your, your mother may do. But it's like, have we picked up on it? Can we duplicate it. We can absolutely duplicate it, but you know what it's like with the mother's yeah, touch. Yeah. I mean, you can never quite get the same, I don't know, the taste or the consistency. Yeah, that's your mother's fingers, that's, that's all. That's exactly right. But I mean, but I mean, it's, it's, it's relatively easy if you know what you're doing with dough. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can handle dough, then you can handle this. But yeah, it's, um, it's stuff I love to eat. So I've learned over the years as well to try and make it. Uh, just, so how would you make it then? Are you using um, just kind of normal plain flour or strong bread flour? What would you use? Well, we use typically wheat flour. Okay. Um, you know, so your Pillsbury is the best. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I get mine from the Indian provision store here in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So they're easily available. But yes, you know, straightforward wheat flour, um, you know, a bit of salt and then everything under the su- and under the so sun. So no yeast or anything? No yeast, yes. And you, you just don't let really it need be. it to rise. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you sort of net it, you leave it for about half an hour or so, let it do the trick and then you roll it out and on it goes into the tava. And so what sort of spices are you putting in? Well, I typically do 
Um, I do coriander seeds. I do a bit of pomegranate seeds. Mm. I do cumin seeds. And then, of course, I like a little bit of onion, a bit of chilies, lots of coriander leaves. Yes. She knows I'm fasting. Okay. <laughs> okay. And to talk about food is great. Mm. <laughs> oh, I don't want to no, 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 no. It's absolutely fine. It just, I think what happens is when you're fasting, you think you have these great visions and you think, oh, you know what? I'm going to have this today. I'm going to have that today. So, <laughs> so, no, it's absolutely fine. Yeah. So that's quite straightforward then, as long as you've got those kind of spices available to you. And I suppose it's a matter of you can choose the spices that you want to put in to, to, to do right. whatever works for you as well, right? Yes. And, and, and I think every Indian home will be stocked up with some of these, your run of the mill spices. Mm. And these are the ones that really, you know, create that taste for you. So mm. yeah, they're, they're on your, they're on your stack in the kitchen and just put them in the dough and roll them out. Okay. So what other kind of things come into your mind now of, of your favorite foods? If you were, obviously this is one of your favorites and it has real memories attached to it. Yeah. But now if, you know, you've lived in Hong Kong all your life and you're mm. vegetarian, aren't you? I am indeed. So what do you find, like, are you, um, in terms of your go-to thing in Hong Kong cuisine, what would you go for? Yeah, I mean, I you're right. Uh, having been brought brought up in Hong Kong, there's so much that I eat that's Chinese. I even cook Chinese at home. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the first, again, another memory that I'd like to bring up is what we call, it, you know, traditional Chinese people will have cheng fun for 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 breakfast, um, even lunch sometimes. And these are your rice rolls. Again, really simple, but they're steamed. And uh, then you put like a hot sauce, a little bit of soy sauce, sweet sauce, and there you have it. You've got pasta made Chinese way mm-hmm. in about two seconds. Mm. And that's a full meal in itself. And it is absolutely yummy, Sadia. I'm not sure if you've tried mm, it. I will have to. No, I don't <laughs> think I have actually. That's totally, totally vegetarian as well. And absolutely my go-to if I need something. And again, I mean, it, it takes me back to my mornings as well when I was growing up and going to school at about 6.30 in the morning. It's one of the first things that I would pick up before going to, to school and at least something that I put in my tummy really quickly. So yeah, that, oh. that's another really good dish to try. Good. So in terms of cooking, I mean, are you, do you, do you cook a reasonable amount and uh, are you making a variety of cuisines or are you just, are you sticking to sort of ones that your mother kind of taught yeah. you and stuff? All sorts. I have to say, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a busy time in Hong Kong. It's a busy life for all of us. You know, I'll come back and I'll do some pastas, I'll put together a sandwich occasionally, you know, I'll come back and do like full cooking. But it's hard to cook in Hong Kong, don't you yeah, think? Yeah. Just to come back after a long day and having just worked out, it's really tough to put together a full meal. But, you know, we do try. We do try. Yeah, it's amazing. Just what I see in Hong Kong is like, you know, obviously people are working, um, you know, long hours and they then don't have time to go and cook. And obviously kitchens may be smaller because, mm. you know, one of the things that I found certainly coming from the UK, I used to use an oven quite a lot, but obviously lots of kitchens don't have it. So lots of people have got these kind of portable ovens that they use and things like that. But it's really a matter of just how many many people you see walking back on the MTR with food containers. 100%. And I think smaller families just means that, you know, if you pick up these boxes, uh, you know, with, with dinner in them, it's just cost effective. 
Mm. And it's just simpler, isn't it? Because once you're done eating, you're tossing that box away. Yeah. You're not having to clean up after yeah. yourself. That's the only thing I worry about, actually, because I just think that oh, how many of these boxes are tossed in the bin every day? Oh, and that's a oh, completely that's different really, subject. Yeah. But yes, yes, I think it is part of our culture. Just fast food and just, you know, let's pick stuff up and let's have that dinner and then chuck it away and not think about it. Mm. Uh, as, as I said, it's cost effective, but then you don't have to clean up after yeah, yourself. Yeah, no, and, and the busy life that you have in Hong Kong, I think that's it's just something that people rely upon and they have to have. Um, in terms of um, other cuisines, are there any particular other kind of types of cuisines that you're partial to? I love Thai. I mean, I love a good chili and a lime kick. Can I- you take chilies? I mean... You know, there's this sort yes. of stereotypical thing, I suppose, when you see sort of South Asians, things like that, people just assume that you can eat chilies like till the cows come home, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> like, you know, I I can't. I'm not very good with chilies at all. And so people just kind of assume that, oh, no, you must be able to eat chili. Think, no, I don't actually. So are you a chili woman? That is very true for me. As a matter of fact, when I was growing up, mum would take me to the wet markets. And the only way to test out how strong the chilies were mm. was just picking it up from the basket and actually mm-hmm. chewing on it mm-hmm. and so Will they I, let you do that in the wet market absolutely my mom would make me do it okay. you know and I think and I think this is where you start to learn so much about flavors as well but yeah I love chili mm-hmm. um, which is why my default yeah is is Thai right after mm. Indian yeah because Thai's got a reason they've got some good chili oh they do those bird's eye Thai those chilies kind of the red the little ones, ones. oh and ghost peppers as well. Wow. Yeah. Those will blow your top off. But boy, what fun. So no, you, I love chili. So you're okay with it? It doesn't have I any absolutely am. I'm salivating just talking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's on the menu tonight then? Have you, have you got something planned or are you going to go and pick something up? Well, as a matter of fact, I've actually already made myself a paneer masala. Um, Mm. I actually did that with a really nice um, blend of spices. Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking forward to that. But then I'm also going to be doing the quick and dirty chapatis, which is what you pick up from the Indian provision stores and quickly put together a meal, a whole meal. So your paneer is basically, the paneer is like cheese. It's kind Correct. of like a sort of Asian cheese. Yes. And, um, and then you've got a nice kind of like tomato-y masala and stuff That's right. It. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. And uh, yeah, I did like a couple of different blends of spices. So you don't really feel the tomatoes, but there's a lot in there. Cool. Well, you sound like a reasonably accomplished cook then. Okay. Oh, I love to cook. I love so, to cook. So if I was going to ask you to choose, um, you know, sometimes people always say like, you know, if you could have your your last meal, what what is it that you'd go for? You'd probably go for something, <laughs> you know, your favourite meal. You had a choice. You can choose anything you like. What would you go for? I think I'll go back to the simple lowly because that really brings back a whole lot of memories and it's just feel good food for me mm-hmm. it's comfort food mm. it's going back to your family and things like that isn't 100% it? yes okay. yes so, so back so, to simplicity so in terms of entertaining your do you do much entertaining for people and stuff oh, I love. for people oh i love to entertain yes and so those are those are those days where i will start two days in advance you pick stuff up you bring it back you do some prep and almost always i'll do a blend of Indian 
a bit of Chinese, maybe a bit a of nice Singaporean. Fusion. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Bring on the chilies for those that can handle it. And do you think Hong Kong has all the things that you need? I mean, do you tend to, obviously we've got like chunking mansions where you've got quite a lot of available spices and things like that. But generally, you never want for anything. You've got everything you need in Hong Kong. Absolutely. I mean, there are Thai shops and Indonesian shops where you can pick up all of your spices if you're looking for that type of cuisine. So they're, they're, all, they're all there. They're all there. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the programme. And um, we played Sheena Easton, which was your choice, actually. And we've got, I've also got another track lined up here, and it's Dusty Springfield, Son of a Preacher Man. Um, I asked Shalina to choose a couple of tracks that she liked. Now, any particular kind of insight on Dusty Springfield? Is that something that brings back certain memories for you? Yeah, it is. It is sort of telling you my age, isn't it? But she was an amazing singer. And um, I, I mean, I particularly love Son of a Preacher Man just because she's got so much uh, gusto in her voice. I really liked her. She's really good. That was one of my favourite songs. Well, Shalina, thank you so much for being my guest on Soundbite today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And um, I think you're... I'm going to go and try your... Uh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. But thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much, Sadia. And here's Dusty Springfield. Thank you.